May we be blessed in the name of the God who we are baptized into. Amen. Amen. Children, come on forward. Children in the choir, you can come forward too if you'd like. Choir, if you want to sit in the transept, I don't. I'm going to. I'm sorry about that. But kids, choir kids, come up. It's the Sunday, first Sunday of the month. The kids are all with us instead of downstairs. And it's All Saints Sunday, which is a very festive time. So I'd like to have them come forward and have a seat. Get comfortable. If you're in that age group where you're not sure if you want to come forward or not, you are so invited to come. And you can even sit up here, the older kids and the teenagers, and help with the little ones if you want to. (laughs) Hi, thank you. (laughs) All right. Did you guys just hear the story that Reverend Nancy just read? Did you hear it? Did some of you? uh, Not everyone did. Do you know what? You're all facing them, and that's great, but I've got some things to show you. So if kids want to, like, kind of scoot yourself around so you can see what I'm holding up, that would be fantastic. I'll show you, too. All right. We just heard Jesus say the word blessed, or if you want to be fancy, blessed, a lot of times, right? So what does blessed mean? What does this mean? Does Does anyone know what this word means? Do you want me to tell you? Yeah. So what I think this word means is that to be blessed means to know that you are in God's presence, enveloped by God, enveloped by God's love, to know that you are just surrendering in all of your vulnerability to your need for God, Um, that you're part of something bigger. Raise your hand if you think you know that you're part of something bigger. Yeah, so you're blessed, right? Because you know that, and you know that the thing you're a part of that's bigger is, what's that name that's three letters long? You're part of God. It makes you blessed. So, yes, Tara. It's a little bit like privileged. Tara said it reminds her of the word privileged. It's very similar. We are privileged to sit in God's love in our lives as baptized people, as people who know ourselves to be loved by God. And it's also a little different. The world uses the word privileged sometimes as sort of the opposite of what Jesus said about blessed today, because the world has a different way of talking about things, right? So Jesus said that the people who are blessed are what we might think is the opposite of privileged. Who is blessed in Jesus's Beatitudes? Do you remember? Yeah. Who's blessed? You are. Yep, that's why you raised your hand. All of us are, and particularly the people who are poor in spirit, the people who mourn, who have lost someone, are sad. The meek, those who are hungry for the world to be a better place. The merciful, the pure in heart, the peacemakers. Does it say that you're blessed if you have the best toys? No, we might say that's privileged, but God would say that's what privileged in, in God is. the To be privileged in God is the opposite of that. Does it say you're blessed if you're the most popular? You've got the most money? Best clothes? No, because when those things happen, we don't always know how much we need God. So we're blessed when things happen in our lives that help us to know how much we need God. And when we are blessed, what will happen to us? The blessed, they are blessed for they will 
inherit the kingdom of God. They will see God face to face. They will have people be merciful toward them. They will be called children of God. Did anyone hear in the readings today that we are called children of God? Tara read it. Did you hear that? We are blessed because we are called children of God. We will be filled. All these wonderful things will happen. Now, I want to say that something else will happen when we are blessed. It says it a few times. Maybe I sort of mentioned it. We will inherit the kingdom of God. We will be fully enveloped in God's love in heaven. And who does that happen for in total completeness? Who is completely surrounded in heaven, in light, in love, forever and ever and ever? Do you, do you know who? Jesus is. And who gets to go join Jesus in being enveloped in heavenly love and light forever? His dad is there too. Yes, we've got Jesus. We've got God. Who else? The angels. And who gets to go be with all of them? Maybe the tooth fairy. We'll get back to that. Mm -hmm. Who? Everyone else. Everyone else. And I'm going to pause here for a minute because I have to share a moment of wisdom. I'm going to take a... Yes. What is it? That can happen. And you know what? We can talk longer about that. Sometimes a lot of little conversations happen up here. Today, I'm going to come back here after the church service so we can talk more about that. If you want to talk more about the Tooth Fairies Castle after the service, I'm going to be right here. Okay? Um, So I'm going to take a little... So what were we talking... Oh, who gets to go be in light and love and everlasting joy with Jesus, with Jesus' dad, with the angels and all of them... And I'm going to take a little pause right here. Hold on one moment. And I'm going to say, I heard someone say something beautifully wise the other day. I was actually in a doctor's office. And this woman who worked there knows what I do. She knows that I'm a church person. And she said, Becky, you know, I think we're all just spiritual beings having a human experience. And that points to something very important for me. I mean, we could talk about that for the next hour. But what it points to is all of us are spiritual beings having a human experience. And when our human experience is done, that's when we get to go and be completely and totally in God's light and love with Jesus and his dad and with all the angels and what else? With everyone, every single one of us. And do you know that in the chapel over there, which was built 135-ish years ago, my math isn't good, but it's about 135 years ago, and in this space here, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people have sat here and said prayers. And those prayers went up to heaven, and a lot of those people went up to heaven, and their prayers and their presence A little bit of it has kind of stuck to our walls. When I'm in this space, I can feel that the stones are covered with the prayers of all of these people. And do you know what we call these people? We call them this. Who can read this? What does that say? Yeah. The community of saints. Do you see it back there, choir? Do you see it? (laughs) The community of saints. Today is All Saints Sunday, and we celebrate the community of saints. We love those people so much who have gone before us, who have surrounded us with their prayers for all of these many years. We love them so much and we're so grateful for them. 
They're all the people who have gone before us have already died. Raise your hand if you know someone who has died. That that person is still surrounding us in love along with God, along with Jesus, along with the angels. We are surrounded by that community of saints and the people who you're thinking about while your hand is up. They're all a part of that. And we heard a little bit of that in the reading. We heard some wonderful things about them. One of the things we heard in that first reading that Tara's dad read is that this man named John had a dream and he was surrounded by the community of saints in heaven, in light, in love. And do you know what it looked like? It was a multitude of people, so many people that not a single human could ever count them. And they came from every people and nation and language. They were from everywhere. It was all of us. It was, it was so big and so full of love. What else? So many people die of lung cancer and so many people die of other cancers. And so many of our grandparents and great-grandparents and other people have died. And you do. So many grandparents. There's grandparents out there, too, listening right now. And that's one thing I want to hear more about after the service, those grandparents. So these, these saints, they're all around us. And in the church, in our Christian tradition, here's this glitch. Not really a glitch. It's this funny thing that we do in the Episcopal Church that I love. We don't make a hard and firm wall between the people who've already died and are already in heaven and light and love with God forever and ever and us. We don't make a like strong wall between that. We let there be movement between those things because we want to be saints, too. We want to be in light and love, too. When we sing about the saints and pray about them, we want it to be about us, too. And do you know what we do? To help that happen, let's see. First of all, we want to be a saint. I'm getting ahead of my cards. We, we know we're God's children. We know we want to be blessed, blessed. But how do we do that now? Do you know what the thing is? One of the things that we do? Want me to show you? What does this word say? Baptism. Baptism is one of the ways that we get to be blessed like the community of saints. We get to be invited into sainthood throughout our human experience now. We get to name that we are spiritual beings, having a human experience, playing and being a part of our families. But also we've got this glimmer of knowing that God's light and love is always with us. And we are always with that community of saints. So... Yesterday, I heard a story about a saint who has already died. His name is Jonathan Daniels, and he was studying to be a priest when he was in his 20s. And it was in the 1960s when there was a lot of work being done for everyone to be equal, for us to know that everyone was a part of the multitude of saints in the community of saints. And so he was doing a lot of that work, and he went to a place where some people were hurting other people. And one person was going to hurt another person, and he stepped in between. And he died. Well, because he was sticking up for somebody else, and he is one of our saints. And he wrote something about two months before he died, and our bishop read it to us yesterday at Diocesan Convention, where Reverend Nancy and I were with some other people here. 
And I'm going to read it to you all and to all the grown-ups. Because I think it's a wonderful, wonderful way for us to recognize that we are all called to be saints. We are all called to remember our baptism. We're actually going to do a little something about baptism after this. Okay? You ready to hear this? You guys are being great listeners. Thank you. This is from Jonathan Daniels in 1965. This is the stuff of which our life is made. There are moments of great joy and moments of sorrow. There are good people here, just as there are bad people. There are competent leaders and a bungler here and there. We have activists who risk their lives. We have neutralists who cautiously seek to calm troubled waters. We have those about the work of reconciliation who are willing to reflect upon the cost and pay it. Perhaps at one time or another, we are all of these. Sometimes we take to the streets. Sometimes we yawn through interminable meetings or times when grown-ups are talking for a very long time. I added that part. Sometimes we confront a posse and sometimes we hold a child. Sometimes we stand with those who have learned to hate and sometimes we must stand apart from them. But through the bramble bush of doubt and fear and supposed success, we are groping our way to the realization that above all else, we are called to be saints. We are called to be blessed, each and every single one of you. You are blessed, and every morning God invites you to be even more blessed. And to know that you are blessed, to know that God is right there with you. We are called to love one another, to love God, and to say thank you to all the saints, those who are right here in the pews and next to you on the steps, and also to say thank you to all the saints who have gone before us who aren't alive anymore. The saints who we will name later, right before we do the bread and the wine, the Eucharist, will name the people who have died, who we miss. We're called to say thank you to all of them. And in order to do that fully, we have to remember that we are baptized. Raise your hand if you are baptized. Not every single one is. A lot of kids wait until they can remember their baptism. And a lot of kids are baptized as babies. So if you have been baptized, put your hands down. If you have been baptized, we are about to remind you what happened at baptism because some people don't remember because some people were young. And some people, it was like a year ago, and we have to remember. Again, I like remembering at least twice a year. And those of you who aren't baptized yet, you can get a little, you can hear what's going to happen when you are. So we're going to invite you guys and all of the other people in this room to renew our baptismal covenant, to remember what we promised and remember how to be blessed saints right now while we're still alive. 